Hi there. You're listening to What's New Today, a kids and family podcast. I'm Sangeeta, your host from India, and in every episode, I'm joined by a curious child from anywhere in the world, and together we talk about interesting news stories from the real world around us. In today's episode, we talk about something related to climate change, which brings me to a very interesting trivia I stumbled upon recently. Turtles are so important for the marine ecosystem, helping to keep sea life in balance. But they lay their eggs on the beach, and as the world warms up, the sand is warming too, and that is a big problem. Sand temperature determines the sex of the hatchlings. So if a turtle were to lay its eggs on warm sand, you get female turtles. And if it were to lay eggs on slightly colder sand, we get male turtles. And since the world has been getting warmer by the day, 99% of all the turtles born near the Great Barrier Reef in Australia have all been females. Think about that. Well, today's episode has nothing to do with turtles, but is about the Dead Sea. Let's hear more about the Dead Sea from my super enthusiastic 13-year-old co-host from London, who's a climate activist, a radio presenter, and much more. My name is Anaya Ejaz. I am 13 years old. I live in in London, in England. I am an environmental activist. I am also a radio presenter. I am the chief voice officer for a youth-led and youth-run charity called Kids Against Plastic. Kids Against Plastic. Do you allow your mother to stock even one plastic spoon at home? No, we, we don't have any plastic spoons at home. No, none of what we have at home is single-use plastic. But if anybody were to ever come to my house, they would never find even one small single-use plastic. Wow, I would definitely love to visit your house. And I would love to see more houses like that around the world. Yeah. Shall we begin today's episode with a quick game? I shall make three statements and I'd love to hear from you whether you think I'm joking or if I'm serious about the statements I'm about to make. Are we Okay, sounds good. The first statement is, the Dead Sea is called the Dead Sea because some people think there are friendly ghosts floating around it. I think that this one is false. I don't think it's true. It's a little bit of a weird thought to have. I'm mighty sure it's, it would be super weird if you did jump into the Dead Sea and found ghosts floating around you. It would be like being in the Great Hall of Hogwarts School. I love Harry Potter. Yeah, you see all those nearly headless Nick. Mm, nearly headless Nick, my favourite yeah. character. Would be floating around, the ghost. It would be something like that if you did manage to jump into the Dead Sea and you did find a ghost floating there. But no, I was joking about it. The reason why the Dead Sea is called the Dead Sea is because there's so much salt in the Dead Sea that it doesn't allow any fish or plant to grow in it. Uh, All you could find is some microscopic bacteria in it. That's why they call the Dead Sea the Dead Sea. So statement number two, people jump into the Dead Sea because it can heal some skin ailments in them. Am I serious or am I joking? I think that you're serious about this one. 
only because I do know a lot about the Dead Sea and I know that it contains a lot of, I suppose, minerals um, that are really good for the human body. So yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I was I was serious about it. Another interesting trivia related to this is that if you've heard of the Egyptian queen Cleopatra, she is supposed to have used all the minerals from the Dead Sea and she herself used to go for a swim in the Dead Sea to keep her skin glowing. Yeah, and, and also they use the minerals and all the vitamins from the Dead Sea to help with the process of mummification as well. Um, so yeah, in the Egyptian era, the Dead Sea was a really, really important part. Yep, and to this day it is, although we don't mummify people, I'm guessing, with the minerals on the Dead Sea. <laughs> and statement number three, if you jump from a boat in the middle of the Dead Sea, you won't go down, but will stay afloat. Am I serious or joking? I think that you will stay afloat only because I think that due to the amount of salt in the sea, that's right. I was totally serious about it because I've seen some brilliant photographs of uh, people who are floating in the Dead Sea and they're merely reading the newspaper or holding a book. It's so relaxing just to see the photographs of people floating in the Dead Sea reading a book. Sounds like oh, a good idea. <laughs> actually, yeah, this summer you could be doing that, Inaya. Mm, you never know. The Dead Sea is actually situated between Jordan and Israel, I think. So I suppose going to visit the Dead Sea, it will be a really amazing vacation to have. So every time we speak about problems with the environment, we usually speak about forests getting chopped or some wildlife species going extinct or floods and droughts and extreme weather events. But today we speak of something else altogether about an entire sea drying up super fast, and that's the Dead Sea. Unfortunately, every year, the Dead Sea is um, rapidly dropping by about four, four feet. And from this century to last century, there's been a 15% decrease in water levels than it was a century ago. So that is really, really bad. So the Dead Sea's main source of water is what's called the Jordanian River. Now what Israel and Jordan, the two countries uh, through which the Jordanian River flows into the Dead Sea, have been taking most of the fresh water from the Jordanian River for their own internal consumption or agriculture. So you've cut off any hope for fresh water to flow into Dead Sea. Have you seen any pictures of all those parts of the Dead Sea that now have been lost? Yeah, it looks a bit like an abandoned area. Now there's nothing there anymore. And it's really, really sad to see this kind of site. There is unfortunately quite a bit of litter that's there as well. You know, one of the pictures that I saw had like this abandoned barbecue bench and some beach chairs. And I believe that a lot of people don't go to those abandoned places because they have sinkhole. Which brings us to the last question. We've both been speaking about how the Dead Sea is dropping. Is anyone doing anything to stop any of this? So, yeah, so far not much has been going on to help save our Dead Sea. And that really needs to change because I'm sure that you and I and everybody else um, listening 
probably does want to do something to help um, revive and replenish our Dead Sea. But speaking about something that you and I can do, I'd love to hear more about what you and your friends are doing about this Kids Against Plastic. So our aim is to spread awareness and take action. I really want people to go away and, you know, have a think about what's going on in the planet. After that, I want them to start off small. And small actions can be anything. Like we spoke about right at the beginning, single-use plastic is really bad for the environment. So even small things like getting rid of all the plastic forks in your house or not buying any more plastic bags from the shop whenever you go, small things like that, the perfect way to start. So I really do want people to go away from this, um, this podcast and think about the first small steps that they can do to help protect our environment. If you had a superpower by which you can get people to do anything that you want them to do. But you can only use that superpower for one thing. What would you use it for? Oh, that is a really creative question. Um, I would have to say no littering. If nobody litters, again, just not littering is so easy. Just hang on to that packet of crisps that you have and wait till you get home and throw it in the bin there. Awesome. So let's move to the next interesting part of this episode. Quiz time! Let's see how well you have listened. Question one. Name any one country that borders the Dead Sea. So, one of the countries that border the Dead Sea is Jordan. Question two. If you were walking by the Dead Sea and there was a man sitting with a fishing rod with his fishing line in the Dead Sea, he stands a 50-50 chance of catching a fish. Is this correct or wrong? That is wrong. I think it's because in the Dead Sea, because of the amount of salt, it's really hard for any animals to live there because of how salty the sea is. So yeah, I think that it's much lower than a 50% chance of catching a fish. It's a zero. Yeah. Awesome. And the last question. If I were to visit Inaya's house in London, what are the chances of my finding a single-use plastic item? You definitely have a 0% of finding any piece of single-use plastic in my house. I am thrilled to hear this, Inaya. It's the most thrilling start of the year <laughs> 2023. Definitely. And I hope that more homes and more children and parents who are listening to this episode will be inspired by Inaya and her parents. Do you have a sibling too? I do have a sibling. He is younger. He's 11. So you boss him around and ensure he doesn't bring any single-use plastic inside the home? I, I don't think he would even dare to do that. He knows what he knows what the reaction would be from here from from me. Your one daredevil sister. All right, let's hope <laughs> a lot of our listeners are inspired by what Inaya and her friends are at uh, Kids Against Plastic. So Inaya, one last question: If any child who's listening to this episode would like to be a part of Kids Against Plastic, is this something that is unique only to the geography where you are, or can any child from anywhere in the world 
be a part of it. No, it's anybody from any country, anywhere. They can obviously be more than happy to join us on Kids Against Plastic. So um, just type in Kids Against Plastic. You will find the website. And there's a small little application that you can do to, you know, join. We have a meeting at 9 a.m. GMT every single week on a Saturday um, where we all get together on a Zoom call. And we have a really cool starter activity from either myself or, you know, the founders of Kids Against Plastic. And then it's basically a whole child or youth-led meeting. It's half an hour to 45 minutes, I would say. Awesome. All right, so before we wrap up today's podcast recording, we have a riddle from Anaya. Okay, so my riddle is... Um, I would say it's more of a joke, and you may have heard this one before, but what did the ocean say to the shore? The winds howled and the waves... I don't know, I'm at a loss. <laughs> so, the ocean said nothing to the shore, it just waved. Um, so, you know, just metaphorically waved. <laughs> Thank you so much, Inaya. I really love that uh, joke stroke riddle. <laughs> Since anyway, no one seems to be doing anything about the Dead Sea drying. I think the best course of action that you and I can take are A, try and visit Dead Sea if you plan on visiting it within the next 10 years. And there's enough water for you to jump in and read a book. And of course, the second thing, please let's do whatever we can around our homes and avoid using plastic. And um, I know you've been listening to a few episodes on our podcast channel. Is there one episode that you really loved? I might be a little biased here, but I really did love the Tasmanian tiger one because I love animals and I absolutely love nature. Um, And there was a lot of really cool energy during that podcast as well. So that's why I really love the podcast about the Tasmanian tiger. You do know that people are trying to bring the Tasmanian tiger back, you know, almost like bringing an extinct dinosaur back. Aren't you scared? Honestly, no. I also have a feeling that the reason you're not feeling scared is because you're in London and Tasmania is really far away. That's true. I had a wonderful time chatting with you, Inaya. I hope you enjoyed this podcast recording as much as I enjoyed chatting with you. I absolutely did. It was an amazing experience. That brings us to the end of this episode. If you'd like to listen to the story about bringing Tasmanian tigers back, that's episode number 62 on this podcast channel. And if you'd like to find out more about Kids Against Plastic, you can find a link to their website in the show notes below. If you loved listening to this banter between Inaya and me, listening to this podcast channel, What's New Today?, might just be one of the most fun ways for you to catch up with interesting news stories from around the world. New episodes drop every Monday and Friday. Remember to click the follow and subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast. Please do share the link to this podcast channel amongst your friends, families and on social media and help us grow our listener base. And thanks for listening.